Okay, boys and girls, welcome to the Rock and Roll Garage. This is where the Technician Podcast Grease the Wheels is recorded, and it is recorded by your Uncle Jimmy, and that would be me. Now, we did a podcast a little while ago about things that cost me money at work, and uh, I really felt like I didn't get across all of the things at work that actually cost me money. It cost me uh, to waste my time, basically, because uh, time is money. But I wasn't able to actually get across everything that I felt cost me money. And uh, we hit the major points, uh, you know, where I suggested to you that uh, other technicians bothering me cost me time and money. I suggested that the service advisors and the way they did their job and the inexperience that they possess, or rather the experience they don't possess, cost me money. I suggested also that the customers with their whiny bullshit complaints cost me money because it's difficult to get paid when there's nothing to fucking fix. And I also complained that the service manager who uh, didn't seem to have a very good grip on how to get anything done or how to keep anything from happening that shouldn't happen. He instead rolled with the punches as they were thrown and didn't plan on any of them being thrown. Well, one of the things I wanted to, to talk to you about that I skipped over because it, it seemed at the time like it was inconsequential. But as I thought about it some more and as it happened some more, it occurred to me that this is one of the things that actually costs you money as well. Um, but this is not something that I'm actually willing to change, but I wanted to talk about it anyway. I am, if you know me, and apparently some people I know actually listen to this podcast, and I've... I find that extraordinary because as far as I'm concerned, I don't really have anything interesting to say. And the fact that they're listening to me now when they never listen to me when I'm standing right in fucking front of them, it kind of blows my mind. They're a real captured audience when they're listening to this. And I think in, in a lot of cases too, and this is, I don't know if other people who do podcasts suffer suffer from this or if they experience this, but I think a lot of pe- people that I know who listen to this podcast are waiting for me to make reference to them. There, it's kind of a narcissistic thing that goes on where they go, "Wow, is he talking about me, or or is he is is he going on about something I did or something that I said, or is he talking is he talking about us? You know, it's and uh, it's it's actually true that in a lot of cases I am talking about people I know because not all of these experiences that that I speak of were ones that happened to me, uh, and a lot of them are bad. Uh, some of them are good. And some of the shout outs that you might get clandestinely, because I I don't really want to identify anyone by name. And as far as I know, I haven't. And uh, I actually haven't even identified myself by name or where I work by name, which is probably a good thing. I think if they were familiar with my podcast and uh, it's possible they are already familiar with it, if they were uh, offended by it, uh, it could cost me my employment, but uh, I'm in a spot where I'm... uh, (laughs) I think I'm above that. I think I'm above that. Maybe I'm not. Maybe they'll come down tomorrow after hearing this particular podcast and go, hey, you, yeah, uh, get your shit, get the fuck out. But, 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 oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Anyway, I want to acknowledge a lot of the people that I know and like, and I even want to acknowledge some people that I know and don't like, uh, and I want to thank all of you personally from the bottom of my heart, not the top of it, just the bottom. I want to thank you for helping mold me into the person that I am. And uh, maybe you are proud of that, or maybe you're not proud of that. Uh, Maybe you don't like what you hear. It's possible. 
Uh, I know a lot of people don't like what I say. Sometimes I don't like what I say. So we're, we're all even, I guess is what you would say. One of the things that goes on in, in the shop I'm in now, and it's gone on in other shops I've worked in, is that I've, I've always tried, and, I, and this might be hard for people who don't know me, I've always tried to be as friendly as possible. And I know some of you are going, really? Because to us, the listeners of your podcast, you sound like one of the meanest son of a bitches there ever was. I mean, you're constantly calling people fuckheads and dickwads and you know, constantly screaming about this, that, and the other thing. And, and I have to agree, you're right, I do. I scream about a lot of things. But that's, I think personally that that is indicative of my passion for what I do. And I think a lot of you have passion for what you do. Some more, some less. And when you have passion for something, you get worked up pretty easy about that, especially when it doesn't go the way you want it to. And especially when it doesn't go the way it should, which is two different things really. Because if things went the way I wanted them to, I would make a million dollars an hour and I would only have to work on one or two cars a day. And I would go home being happy instead of sweaty and angry. Uh, <laughs> But uh, that's that's neither here nor there. It's not going to be the way I want it to be. It's going to be the way it is, and I'm going to have to get used to it. And I think we're all going to have to get used to it, okay? But one of the things that I try to do is get through every day in a good mood. I try. Some of you know me go, really? That just doesn't sound like you at all. <laughs> but the truth is I, I actually typically am in a good mood most of the time, and I'm having a good time. I'm really, I, and I've said this out loud to many people. I say, look, if I die tomorrow, pfft, don't be sad for me, man. I've been having fun the whole fucking time, and I mean it. I mean, since since I figured out early on that my parents hated me and uh, nobody really seemed to like me, I was like, ah, well, what, what the fuck? I don't care. And so I've been having fun. You know, I don't, not too serious about anything going on out there at all. Okay. And so what that has done for me is that has allowed me to be friendly. I think I'm a pretty friendly guy. I usually uh, greet people. I look at them when I talk to them and I say, hey, how you doing? And, and that's that's one of the things that I do. I, I find that in my life, most people will look at you and maybe wave or they might say hello. But very few people that I run into say, how you doing? Yet, that's the first thing I say. I look at people, hey, how you doing? That's my go-to greeting to people say hey how you doing i mean i might get on an air and this is no shit really either. i might get on an airplane and look up in the cockpit and if the pilot looks over to me go hey how you doing you know i i actually would like the answer to that one i mean if he don't if he doesn't feel well or if he's drunk i'd like to know fuck i'm on his airplane right and i would say the same thing to the stewardess i'd say the same thing to anybody who looked at me as i was walking onto the plane i say the same thing to, i say the same thing to people when i'm in a walmart or whether I'm in a bowling alley or whether I'm at work or whether I'm in a laundromat or if I'm you know, at a restaurant, whatever, wherever I am, I, the same thing typically shoots out of my mouth. Hey, how you doing? Because it's not about me. I wanna know how you're doing, how you doing? I, and it actually is completely rhetorical, but hey, if you're doing good, you say, I'm fine or I'm good, you know, everything's cool, you know, whatever. But if you're in a bad way, okay? And this is the part of friendly that, that people don't see. Not a lot of people see. Somebody says, I say, hey, how you doing? And they go, not so good. I go, hey, what can I do? That's the response. So I'm a friendly, I'm a friendly guy. I'm a friendly guy. And really, uh, it's weird that I would have to tell you that I'm a friendly guy, okay? But uh, 
maybe that's not something a friendly, a truly honestly friendly guy would have to do. Explain to you that he is a tr- truly honestly friendly guy. But here's my point, and it's taken me a good fucking solid 10 minutes to get to it, but being friendly has actually been costing me money at work. It's, it costs me money. Now, where I work, there's a lot of people who work there. And for the most part, I like each and every person I work with. I even like my service manager. And well, I have two service managers now. I like them both. I like the service advisors. I have a really honest to God, deep desire for them to be better at what they do and to not irritate me sometimes. But there's nothing I can do about that. When they walk by me, I'm still going to say, how you doing? You know? I'm not going to turn the friendly off because I'm mad at them about the way they do something. I'm not going to turn it off. And everybody else in my building that even walks near me, or if I walk near them, I'm going to say it. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? It, it's not it's not intended to be uh, a pickup line of any kind. I know there's some guys who, you know, hey, how you doing? You know, it's not one of those. It's just how you doing. And so for me, what I get back sometimes is, uh, oh, I'm, I'm doing all right. And then I get into a conversation with them. And it normally I would like to say to you as listeners of Grease the Wheels and as the people who listen to me sometimes more than once, which is extraordinary, I don't want to have a conversation with you when I'm working. I will have a, a, a week-long conversation with you after work at a bar or a restaurant or maybe at your house or at a barbecue. I would love to talk to you all day long about what it is you got and what you got going on. I will listen. I'm a really, I'm actually, I like to think I'm a really good listener um, because I find myself listening to somebody and they're going on and on and on and on and on. And I'm thinking of things in my head that I want to say, but a lot of times I don't ever get the opportunity to. So I don't try to cut them off. I don't try to, I'm not impolite or inconsiderate I don't cut them off if they give me an opportunity I'd say oh yeah you know so I had something like that going on you know and maybe if they inquire I might say well you know I had this and that and the other thing but usually most people are interested in talking and not listening so they go on and I let them I let them which makes me a friendly guy which is cool because that's I guess maybe if I had to have a goal in life being friendly is probably a goal it's probably a good one it's probably a pretty decent one but here again it cost me money. It cost me money to be friendly. So, and uh, I've actually worked with uh, other technicians who were just as friendly, and maybe in a few cases, I know one in particular who was extremely friendly, <laughs> and I know he knows who I'm talking about, and uh, I know he wants to hear me say his name, but I'm not going. I'm not going to do that. I don't want to call anybody out, but uh, he knows who he was. He worked a couple of bays down from me uh, a while back here, and he's been gone, and I kind of miss him. He was cool. And uh, anybody, uh, quite frankly, you know, part of being friendly was being friends with a lot of people I've worked with. There was a lot of, at the shop I'm at now, there was quite a few individuals who left our shop in one way, shape, or form or the other. And uh, I missed them all because they were, they were some extraordinarily unique individuals. And I, I maintain contact somewhat, and I'm very poor at that. Let me just put that out there for you right now. I'm not good at... Uh, calling people up and and keeping them uh, abreast of what I'm doing or finding out what they're doing. I'm not that great at that, okay? So keeping in touch with people is not my forte. But I still have uh, a great amount of affection for a lot of the people I work with. And in fact, uh, the people I have worked with who are not longer working where I work now, 
are still some of my favorite people in the whole world. There's a there's there's quite a few quite a few guys I worked with who are working somewhere else now who were really uh, really cool, and I, I I like to hear from them every once in a while, even if I don't. Um, I've had uh, friends at every job I've ever had. I, like I said, I'm not good at keeping in touch, so I don't know what some of them are up to, but I'll run into them, and and uh, my feelings are exactly the same as they were when we worked together. Uh, so uh, I, I don't I don't suffer from this whole oh you know I haven't seen that guy in a long time so you know I don't care that's not what's going on here. Like I said, being a friendly guy is not a part time job; it's a full time job, and uh, it's tough tough to keep it up sometimes. But when you're at work and you have guys, people, uh, maybe even ladies that that walk by you or are in your general vicinity or you're near them, and you're friendly, it costs you time. It's, it sounds stupid to say it. You know, you want to be friendly. Everybody wants to be liked. It ends up costing you. Sometimes, and this is a rarity for me, but sometimes there's people that you're friendly towards and they take it and they run with it. They t- they take they pick up the fumble on their own one-yard line and they run all the way for a touchdown the other way. I've actually had some individuals that I uh, know in the past who I was just friendly with, you know, just... I treated them with respect and I was nice to them and they decided they wanted to be my friend. And so, uh, and, and I don't want to, I want to try to be careful not to sound too conceited. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull that off, but I've got some friends that I have and I've got some friends that I've had in the past that really pretty much did all the work. They, they decided they like me. They decided they want to hang out with me. They kind of, force their way into my life and uh and I let them you know it's uh you know I don't have a specific example and if anybody's listening and thinks that that's them there believe me the people I'm talking about are not listening to this okay so if you're listening to this I'm not talking about you okay but I, I've had some people who've kind of forced me to be their friend and, and not you know, not by shackling me or beating me with a baseball bat or, or whipping me with a cat of nine tails or anything like that. But they have they have made a, a much greater effort to be friends with me than I would have made to be friends with them. I They're closer to me than I am to them, I guess is what you would say. So you have to kind of be careful of that. that and even that's not a bad thing, although uh, in some cases, uh, there, was, there was a few cases. And I think as technicians, you have to kind of be a little bit more wary of this because sometimes people will and 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 this is what happened to me in in one particular case people are friends with you because of what you can do because of what you do if they needed a lawyer and they met a lawyer and became and the lawyer was friendly they would try to be friends with the lawyer because they need a lawyer and maybe uh the same thing goes on with doctors and uh i'm always kind of wary of that so yeah, I, you know, I've, I've known doctors in my life, but uh, I mean, and I'm friendly, they're friendly, but I, I never read anything more than that into it. And I certainly wouldn't call them up and ask them to examine me or, or perform some procedure on me for free because we're friends. I certainly would not do that. However, as an auto mechanic, and gentlemen, I know that you know exactly what I'm talking about. Some people will be friendly towards you simply to avail them, avail themselves of your services. I think that uh, probably every single auto mechanic out there, every every mechanic out there who's ever fixed anything for anybody has had this happen to them. It happened to me. 
I had a, a friend of mine, and we had we had some pretty good times. I can't I can't say anything bad about the relationship I had with him, but it became apparent that it was a one sided sort of a, a, a situation. If I needed something from him, oh, I, I, oh, no, I, I can't do that. Oh, oh, we can't do that. You know, there was always a, there was always a, oh, you know, I can't, I can't do that, or I can't help you out, or I can't do this, I can't do that. And actually, the same thing went on with my own brother. And then I know they don't listen. He doesn't listen to this. I'm sure he doesn't listen to this. And if he does, well, then fuck you, okay? <laughs> but uh, this one particular, I mean, I spent an ass load of time working on his cars, and I mean that plurally. I worked on a lot of his shit. And it seemed amazing to me that I worked on his stuff so much because he was the one who was always talking about cars and he knew so much about them. And uh, he had an engineering degree. And, you know, really, he should have been a way better mechanic than me because I don't have an engineering degree. I, you know, I did a little time at Wildtech, but that was it. But he's an engineer. You know, and he should know all the shit that he needs to know to fix his own car. And he's always talking about them and he can, he could rattle off stats and figures and, and he knew, you know, the most minute details about cars, but he did not know how to fucking fix them. Not even a little bit. And was actually, uh, what (laughs) the observation that I made was that he would not even put a wrench to an automobile unless I was present unless I was present. And this was back when I was an amateur. This was before I became a professional at this. So, uh, gentlemen, I, I know that, uh, and I say gentlemen, I mean ladies and gentlemen, because I know there's a lot of ladies out there who who twist the wrenches too. Uh, they're just not listening to this because it's rude and obnoxious, Uncle Jimmy. It's not ladylike. It's not woman-friendly. And uh, we got I'm going to do a podcast about that too because I think I need to address that at some point in time. Uh, the listenership of this particular podcast is decidedly male, decidedly. And I'm sure you really don't find that too shocking and neither did I, but uh, there are there are a lot of ladies out there who do what we do. Uh, did I just say the word a lot? No, there's a few. <laughs> let's, be, let's, be, let's be correct about this, okay? But uh, yeah, it, as an auto mechanic, if you haven't had this happen to you, if the neighbor hasn't come over to you and said, hey, uh, my, uh, my car won't start, you mind taking a look? This is the same neighbor who had a barbecue three weeks ago and didn't invite you. He had everybody else in the neighborhood over, but he didn't invite you over. So you uh, you give him the one finger salute. Like, you know what? Your car don't start. Why don't you put some fucking lighter fluid in it? You seem to have enough of that kicking around when you had the barbecue, you dick. That's what I'm talking about is when you have people who are friendly when it suits them. Now, that doesn't really cost you any money at work because if you have... It, it shouldn't cost you money at work if you have people at work who are friendly with you to try to get something from you at work then you got a problem i think maybe your boss might be friendly with you to get something from you but if he's paying you that's a whole other story uh and if you have a boss that pays you and is friendly to you like i've had i've been lucky all my bosses most of my bosses have been pretty cool i've had a few boneheads in there but uh my last boss was 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 cool uh, we had some differences of opinion about things, but uh, for the most part, uh, he's an upright, uh, stand-up guy, does the right thing, and uh, he's going to be uh, extraordinarily successful. He is extraordinarily successful. I think he's going to be even more extraordinarily successful, and I wish him, I wish him the best. And I, I think the best is actually coming for him. So being friendly with that guy was 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 okay. Uh, he paid me for the work I did. I'm happy about that. So. 
Uh, let me let me wrap this up for you, boys and girls. Uh, being friendly at work is something that you might want to do, but I'm not even sure how you could turn it up or down. I don't really suspect that there's any kind of a, a, a knob on it, a real stat or a dimmer switch type of a knob on it, where you can be friendly to this person but not that person. Uh, maybe every once in a while somebody comes along you don't like. Okay. It's, not, it's easy to not be friendly to people you hate. Uh, hopefully you don't hate a lot of people at work. I, I hope that that's true. Uh, I mean, if you go to work and you you, you work as a mechanic uh, anywhere, whether it's heavy duty diesel or an airplane mechanic or an HVAC guy or an auto, auto mechanic, uh, I would hope that you like the people you work with or at least respect them maybe. Or maybe you just have a mutual agreement that uh, everything's cool and we're not gonna talk about anything extracurricular we're just going to do our jobs let me just put this out there in conclusion okay i want you all to be friendly but the friendly's got to come to an end at a point at some point and you have to get back to work and and it may seem unfriendly but maybe you could come up with some way to get back to work after being friendly and not wanting to listen to some bullshit story from one of these people that you were friendly to that's really what it comes down to that's really that's really where this podcast was supposed to go uh can you be friendly to certain people and have them just continue on their path by you and not waste your time with some bullshit? That would be great. Uh, a lot of times, if you're friendly, uh, sometimes you get roped into some listening to some sort of horseshit, some bullshit that, that's not going to help you out, that's not productive, and is keeping you from being productive. Uh, that you want to try to put the kibosh on. Uh, you'll probably have to figure out how to do that with your own personality and the own and and the things that you say to these people. You know, I mean, if you say hi, how are you to somebody who walks by you, and then they start to tell you how they are, and just say, I would love to chat with you, but I need to fix this car, and uh, that's how I make money. And and talking to you doesn't make me any money, uh, and I apologize if that sounds unfriendly, but uh, see you. So. Uh, I don't know. You know, you'll have to figure it out for yourself. Uh, and I'm, I really, uh, it, you, you think, you would think, oh, Jesus Christ, Uncle Jimmy, really, is it costing you money to be friendly? Well, yeah, in my particular case, I work in a large building with a lot of people, a lot of friendly people, a lot of people I like. And uh, yeah, being friendly is, it costs me time and energy. It costs me time and energy. And, and at the time, I don't mind. But then at the end of the pay period, I do, so... So I have to figure something out. I, and I haven't figured it out yet or else I'd share it with you. To be honest with you, I don't have the answer to the question. What do you say to somebody that you don't want to talk to, but you still don't want them to hate you, but you don't want them to hate you? Because it's easy when people hate when you, people hate you or you hate somebody, you just be as nasty as you want to be and, and you make them go away. You say the nastiest thing possible that'll hurt their feelings and they go away. Uh, if you're a friendly guy, you really probably don't subscribe to that type of a... Uh, of a uh, of, a, of an approach you don't you don't subscribe to that approach you don't want to do that okay I can understand that that makes perfect sense uh, but you want to spend a lot less time with the chit chat the old saying that I that I I repeat all the time uh, holds true and maybe that's what you would say in that particular situation say listen uh, I need to have less talk and more work so I'm going to get back to it all right Let's talk more work. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay. And with that said, really, that's all there is to say about it. Uh, you know, you want to be friendly. You want to be friendly to a point. That point should come up very quickly when you're being friendly with somebody. If you're at work 
and you're trying to make money and time is money and your time is getting wasted, uh, try to get to the point. Tell them, hey, time is money. Let's talk more work. I got to get back to it. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. And as far as uh, me being your Uncle Jimmy, I just want to say one thing and then I'm going to get the hell out of here and that is see ya.